Show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile. We come to you every day. Yep, we're talking about thriving in life and letting go of surviving, letting go of limitations, and just letting go of settling, just settling for your life. I mean, it's time to just say adios to all of that. Adios, amigos. amigos. (laughs) Get rid of it, say goodbye, and step into it. And what better way to do that than to have a chat with my guest today, Linda Edgecombe, who's joining us here, internationally renowned, award-winning, humorous speaker. So we're going to have a little fun on the show today. Best-selling author. And, you know, what she does is energizes, right? Energizes. I love that. I don't know if I could call her the Energizer Bunny, but she energizes every room that she enters and she helps us loosen up about some very touchy subjects. And so she's joining us today and uh, we're going to be looking at a number of different things. But most importantly, what do you do to live life full out? Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you today? I'm very good. I mean, it's Halloween. <laughs> I haven't started on the chocolate yet, so I'm, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, oh, you, oh, you haven't started, so you're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Because, you know, you always buy chocolate twice, right? You yeah. buy chocolate for yourself. That's one quality. Then you buy chocolate for the kids. That's their quality, right? Uh, th- that's I'm right. in total agreement with her. Right. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we're not going to talk about any 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 of the chocolate that we've uh, put our hands in consumed today. <laughs> already in the last month since buying it from the store. Yeah, exactly. that's me. That's I, me. I mean, we have to talk about the pre-chocolate month, the warm up, so that when uh, actually the event actually comes, our bodies can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very intrigued about your. Um, is it uh, the what was it the motivational divas? No, the uh, the. The divas that speak on Mondays or whatever? The yeah, wise divas. The wise oh, divas. I like that. I love that. Aren't they I mean, cool? Who doesn't want to be a diva? Seriously. Well, <laughs> I, I think even Betty wants to be a diva. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You know, and part of that is, I mean, when, when we talk about that, Linda, I mean, what does that mean to you in terms of diva? I mean, oh, oh, for me, how sassy can I get? I, I think, um, well, I like the word to begin with. I think it means... Um, well, I think it was, it's, a, it's, a, it's a female thing, and it's a uh, female who, um, I don't know, has, has got really comfortable in their own skin and uh, kind of has a real good feel of how to express that. So whether that's, you know, in a crazy way or whether that's in a real calm, comforting way. But, yeah, I think it's, a, it's someone who's really sort of grown into themselves. And, um, and for me, it has to have a bit of sass attached to it. Yeah, and maybe Benny can can find one of my favorite divas, Cher. Yeah, one of a you know one of the more recent Cher tunes. But let's talk about energy a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that you know a lot about, mm-hmm. and you know. And the question is, given all of the things that we hear going on in the world, is there a place where we can approach life from both the lighter side of things, but also to energize ourselves in each day? Well. I mean, the, the, the real simple part about energy for me, and I'm fascinated by it, I think I'm fascinated by it because I've been blessed with lots of it naturally. Not everybody is, but I think I have been, and so I always kind of wondered why. 
some people have more than others, and some some of us have an easier ability to see life uh, a little lighter on the lighter side than others. And anyway, so but for me, energy is uh, is a physics equation that um, energy energy that you put out, you get back. And in a real simple form, um, and because I come from a background of um, wellness and uh, I have a phys ed degree, and I used to be a consultant for a federal department called Participation, and my, my job was to encourage people to move more. The more we move physically, the more physical energy we have, okay? Yes. So, so just like, I mean, I, you know, on the, on the, on the um, uh, sort of advertisement coming into the show, you're talking about the secret, and, and it's all, that is all about energy. What you put out, whether it's thoughts, whether it's uh, affection, whether whatever you put out, you, you get back. And people really have to wrap their heads around the fact that if you want energy, which most of us do, to do the things that you want to do, um, and most of us are exhausted. Most of us are operating on a, on a, I'm just kidding. I mean, we're fatigued. We're chronically fatigued, and uh, we just, we, we breathe shallow, all those things, and we, we have to realize that, honestly, most of us have to move our, we have to literally get more oxygen in our bodies, more moving through our bloodstream more often. It's that simple, and that's just the way it is, and there's no, there's no debate on that issue. It's just that's the way we're built. And, you know, and, and it's really kind of interesting is that uh, it, I don't think any of us were really made to sit around for 24-7. None of us were. And you know what's really interesting? I mean, the other funny thing is when we, when you think about how we do all do work, when, when the labor movement came through our nation many years ago, they came through the nation to mandate coffee breaks and uh, lunch breaks. I mean, those kinds of things give people a bit of time to rest because at the time we were laborous, right? So if you sat down and you rested, you were energized. You were re-energized. Most of us now are mentalists, and we sit most of the day, and when we go get a coffee, we tend to go get a coffee, and we sit back down again. So the most exhausting thing we do all day is simply sit, when in fact, if you actually moved a bit more on your breaks and uh, on your lunch breaks, and and especially in the afternoon, when most of our energy rhythms tend to really dip, uh, you would have more energy, and that's the crazy part of it. It's just really tough to get your head around it. When you're exhausted, it it is tough. And 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 do you think that's something that we've made up, or that we have the luxury now to just sit around? No, I think. Well, I think. Well, I think it's probably twofold for sure. But Uh I think we have gotten to the habit of not moving, and it takes a lot to truly get off the couch the first time, and probably the first five times. But um, even in that. That is also physics to me. I always say, you know, I mean, yes, I am a motivational speaker, um, but motivation doesn't come from someone speaking to anybody. Motivation doesn't come from us. I mean, the truth is motivation doesn't come from us speaking to the people who are listening to your show today. Mm-hmm. It comes from them simply putting one foot in front of the other, whether that's literal or figurative, and moving towards something. And then it kind of snowballs on them. So moving off the couch the first time takes a big, a big sort of will we just are simply who we are because of habit. And the less you do, the less you do. The more you do, the more you do. It's, uh, it's, I call it, it's just simple physics. It, it sounds like it's simple physics, and it's also a simple solution in a lot of ways, right? Oh. And, you know, can't we come up with a gazillion reasons and excuses Every. for not taking action? I mean, I, I used to th- consider myself a master at it. Yeah. And, and well, there's, and there's, there's lots of different reasons why we do that, but... Um, when it comes to the, okay, I'll talk about physical activity because it's something I'm kind of passionate about, but there's a couple of the best tips I ever have come across. One came from a, one of my trainers. I was training for a triathlon, and, you know, he says, you know, we do. We come up with every reason, logical, because literally lots, lots, and legitimate stuff gets in the way. And he says, you literally have to, now I call it the don't think method of exercise. 
because uh, someone listening today might get inspired. You're right. I, I should probably go for a walk today. Okay, I'll walk with my kids Halloweening versus stay home and hand up the can. I'll go walk with them. Right. But what's going to kick in is uh, they'll turn on the TV and they'll be in. Oh, but then our, our head kicks in. And so I say, then when that happens, you got to go, oh, right, don't think. And you got to go, don't think, don't think, don't and Keep saying that to yourself. Don't think, don't think. And while you're saying that, tie your shoes on. And while you keep saying don't think, don't, so I call it the don't think method of exercise. <laughs> the other thing around exercise is because we are, I said before, we are truly just products of habit. Um, if you want to be a bit more active, you always have to do something on a Monday. Now, because if you do something on a Monday, you tend to maybe do something on a Wednesday, maybe even, maybe even a Friday, maybe even a Saturday. Again, it's physics. If you put it off till Wednesday, Wednesday turns into Friday, which turns into Saturday, which turns into next week. It just keeps turning off. So we, because of habit, if you, always, if you want to be more active, you always have to do something on a Monday. But today is not Monday. It's Wednesday. So if you're inspired today, you're going, right, I should maybe go for a walk, then you have to do something today. Because if you do something today, I mean, you, you get it, right? Exactly. So two things you have to do. Don't think. Don't overthink it. Don't let you wake up tomorrow going, oh, it's raining. Oh, yeah, don't think, don't think. Tie the shoes on. Walk out the door. And the other thing is we have to sometimes low, literally lower expectations of ourselves. So I, I usually say things like, um, what have you got in the tank today? You know, <laughs> and if you only have 10 minutes worth, great. If you got an hour worth, great. Because the biggest part of movement is what it does to your head, what it does to you mentally. I mean, yes, of course, you get physical energy from it, and you you feel better. But you you almost feel like you're one up on yourself, or you're one up on the world. It's like you're if you go out and move, it's a it's the funniest mental shift. Exactly, and that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. Shift or get off the pot, right here with Linda Edgecombe. We've got lots to talk about right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back, and we're going to be talking about really kicking it up a notch with Linda Edgecombe. We'll be right back. Hey you, come here. I got something to tell you. Are you ready to meet your life partner but need a good avenue? Spiritualsingles.com has the largest database of conscious spiritual members on the internet. When you're ready to meet someone, join Spiritualsingles.com. But make sure you're really ready though because it works. Spiritualsingles.com. Dating, events, and even retreats. Don't forget, that's spiritualsingles.com. Join today. You'll be glad you did. Do you want to live the life of your dreams? Are you seeking deeper purpose and meaning? Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis of the Center for Spiritual Living shares practical spiritual principles and insights from all the world's traditions monthly on the Dr. Pat Show in her segment, Building a Better Life, Building a Better World. Learn more about Kathy Ann by visiting spiritualliving.org.
Ladies, your soul is whispering to you. Are you listening? Imagine a woman's magazine dedicated to your inner journey and the deeper aspects of a woman's life. Do you feel an inner tugging of the heart? A desire to live deeper and connect more fully? Aspire magazine features inspiring articles, interviews, and more, and is the premier inspirational and spiritual publication for women. Aspire magazine, inspiration for a woman's soul. Subscribe today at AspireMag.net and have inspiration delivered right to your door. Vacation with the Hay House Superstars. Sign up for the most outlandish Hay House conference yet aboard a luxurious cruise ship. I can do it at sea. Meet some of your favorite authors, including Wayne Dyer, Carolyn Mace, Marianne Williamson, and Doreen Virtue, plus soul-nourishing workshops, parties, gorgeous port cities, and more, all amid a breathtaking backdrop of the Mexican Riviera. Space is limited, so reserve your cabin today at ICanDoItAtSea.com. Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the High Priestess of Spiritual Marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit HolisticPR.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. What if answers to a healthy life were in one location? Well, those answers will be at this year's Alive Expo, November 3rd and 4th at Seattle Center's Exhibition Hall. Live healthy, happy, greener lives thanks to expert lecturers, cooking demonstrations, and one-on-one time with exhibitors, all at this year's Alive Expo. Come hungry to learn and sample great food. The Dr. Pat Show appearance at Alive Expo is brought to you in part by Edmonds Wellness, Certified Coaches Federation, and DetoxAmerica.com. Proud to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Yeah, you got it, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Linda Edgecombe joining me today. And yeah, shift or get off the pot. It's a famous saying that my stepmother ingrained in us at a very wee age. And I have certain meaning to it, but I wanted to ask Linda. Linda, that's the title of your most recent book. Yeah. Uh, yep. What are we, what are we talking about here? Well, I mean, the, the, the biggest issue most of us have is just, just make a decision already. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> And the the funny thing is, everybody everybody knows innately in them what they want. For me, I just got sick and tired of hearing out of my own mouth, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I was so, if I said, if I say, I don't know one more time this year, I'm going to just, whatever. It just drove me crazy. And so my biggest, um, over, you know, I've been like, I've been on the road speaking, writing for about uh, 16, 17 years. And sometimes I just want to shake people, shake them and go, come on. You know what you want and just move it. Because when we just make a decision, the, the load just lightens up. It does. And we're just so fearful of not knowing. And that's why we just sort of sit and hover in mediocrity. And because, uh, you know, cause for, for the most part, mediocrity for most people, it's not bad. Mm. And it's not great. So shift or get off the pot. Um, the subtitle is uh, Simple Truths About Getting a Life. And I've just actually started. I, um, I've just started a, a new um, series called My First Lives Club. For uh, if that one is geared for women to uh, to get back their life. 
Let's talk about that for a minute because it, it's really uh, you know important when we say to get back your life. It's called My First Lives Club, yep. and, and isn't the website MyFirstLivesClub.com? It is. Yeah. Okay. And so you know when we talk about that, what do we mean by My First Life? Well, all of us have what I call our undone. All of us have things that we want to do. But we live on the deferred life plan, meaning that we can put it off till something better or more or bigger or, I don't know, comes along. More time, more money, I don't know, better people, better looking, less, I don't know what we're waiting for, but we're waiting for something. Mm. And I believe, for myself, I believe there's two ultimate goals that all of us kind of consciously and subconsciously sort of go around our life with. The first one is general happiness. And we're not even sure, how, most of us aren't even sure how we even define that word, but we want it. Okay? The second one is that... Um, we want to, most of us want to go out of this world with as few regrets as possible, whenever that might be for us. And I don't believe in the no regrets. I think as few regrets as possible, mm-hmm. which, uh, which again, all of us have something in us, that's some things we want to try, and well, we just keep putting, like, enough already. The whole point for me, I become, because my personality, as you can tell, as I'm speaking, is very, I'm erratic, and I'm crazy, and I, I'm, zing, I'm all over the board. So I've become a very compulsive goal setter. And what I've realized in the last five years of becoming a compulsive goal setter is that the goal has never once been about the goal, whatever those goals are, mm-hmm. whatever the to-dos are. It never is about that. It becomes something else, but you don't even know what it is until you're in the middle of going after it. So the reason I wanted to do my first life club is to just be a little bit of a kick in the butt, to be honest with you, to get people to just move on their goals. Big ones, small ones, whatever, you know, whether it's just to clean out a your garage or whether it's to go and take some kind of class you've always kind of thought about because it's in doing those things that gives us back some energy that we talked about earlier. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we talk about on this show is, you know, the, this, the, many of many of my listeners know this. We call this talk radio to thrive by. Yes. And thriving has to do with taking action. Absolutely. You know, it has to do with, yeah, let's get centered and let's go to spirit and let's hear all of that. But, boy, once you hear the message, you got to do something. Just move on something. And I both. About five and a half years ago, I started. A, uh, I wrote a manual called uh, "Guilt-Free Accountability." I just wanted to be able to move on some stuff and not feel guilty about the stuff I was moving on because I, you know, I was, I was a mom and was I being selfish? And what I realized is that the whole point of all this is just to get people just just to move because it becomes something completely different, <clears throat> and they and the energy and the energy that you get from that because all all that you're doing again. I always come back to physics is that you're focusing on something. And when you focus on something, <clears throat> your uh, energy goes up. It's like water going down a, down a stream, and when the stream gets narrower, I mean, your focus gets narrower, the, the water speeds up. So you get energized by that. The other crazy thing is that probably the majority of your listeners um, work full-time, part-time, yes. time and a half, whatever. Yeah. Most of us have some low-level resent towards our job because our job at some level is getting in the way of our life. We don't even know what our life is, though, but we, it's getting in the way of something that we want, but we don't know what that is. When we actually start to work on some things that are a part of the life outside of our work life, we then tend to go into work with less resent towards the job and more energy and a, re, and a different kind of view of it. Um, and that's been proven to me so many times since I wrote that first manual on, on accountability and I mean, accountability is not some big, convoluted, complicated thing. And I mean, the word accountability has been used tons in the last, you know, four or five years around whether it's schools or governments or whatever. Mm-hmm. But truly, just go after some stuff you want to do. Because whatever, not only do you inspire yourself, you subconsciously inspire people all around you to also 
let them. It gives them permission to go after things they want to do. And also we're setting an example. I mean, you know, one of the things that I love about what you do, Linda, is that you're not just walking around talking. You actually are a living, breathing example. And for many of us in our lifetimes, we've actually needed to learn vicariously. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, let's watch Linda do it, and we'll learn from that. And then, you know, we could take that action and step into it. And, you know, I mean, I hope people get, I mean, I try to be really, uh, well, ever, as, as real as I can be the, on stage, whether I'm on stage or in, or in writing or whatever. The bottom line is that not one of us has it together. No one does. Yeah. And, well, and when we can let go of the idea that that's even something you want to even look look like, mm-hmm. well, you have way more energy to do other things. You stop spending it on trying to look like you have it together when you don't anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Halloween's about? Yes, it is. You know, just that one time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I probably should dress up like an executive in a nice suit who's got really good hair because that's not what I'm like normally. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? Been there, done that. Yeah. I actually burned the wig. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that I, I also wanted to ask you about, because I talk about it on this show, and that is living the life you desire. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I truly mean it. I mean, like sitting down and once you've gotten off the dime, Linda, and made that decision and, and you're not, you're not having the I don't know thing going on. Yeah. And you actually like step in and say, Oh, I want this. Right. Uh, is that, you know, something that you've demonstrated and believe in, or is that just a bunch of, you know what? No, but uh, me totally. Oh gosh. I'm, I am so all over that. Um, to the point that as a mom and a, and a wife, and I, I live on a farm. I, I mean, we've got lots going on. We both, my husband and I both run our business. I've been told I'm pretty selfish. That's just, we all have judgments on each other. But the bo- funny thing is with a lot of people, and I will say probably, well, no, I probably both men and women, but, um, if they don't, at some level, they stay consciously, they don't, they don't even know what they want. And so the living the life they dream, you, mm-hmm. we've got to allow ourselves a little bit of time to even just dream. Right. And some, and, you know, whether you feel like that's, oh, it's so cliche or whatever, just to think, okay, you know, to just think to yourself, what are the kinds of things that you kind of would like to experience? I don't even say achieve anymore. I just want to say experience so that there's no finite finish to it. That holds people back. And if you're a driven person or you're perfectionist, perfectionism, by the way, is just the best tool for procrastination I've ever seen because it's never going to be perfect. You know that, so why even start? Right. <laughs> but, um, a lot, of people, a lot of people don't even have a clue. Like, what is it I really, really want? You know, and, and what you're talking about is so important. And I love that. I, I was telling Benny the other day, we got to get that Spice Girl song up <laughs> about, you know, what I really, really <laughs> want. <laughs> what I really, really want. And not be afraid to declare it. Because, uh, you know, I don't know if you heard what I said earlier, but we get to this place sometimes where we step into, you talk about, you know, being uh, le- leading a mediocre life. We also get to the place where we settle. Yes. And then we think, oh, if I settle for that, oh, I'm so grateful. And there's, I think there's a couple of reasons why we do settle. Why, why think, is that? I think people, you know, we, we, we set some goals, okay? And if you are, there's some methods in goal setting um, that make goals happen faster than others. But anyways, if you set some goals and you write some stuff down, you maybe tell a few friends, I want to do this this next year, things, energy gets played into that. You know, the world comes together, helps you get there and all that. Things happen. And then you go, Wow. That happens, normally it happens a little faster than you expect it to, and you have to sit with yourself and go, well, now what? And it's the now what, so here's where we settle. It's in the now what that you realize you have to move your little goalposts a little further out. That takes energy. Mm. That requires some focus. That requires some thought. That requires, okay, you realize that you actually have some power within you. 
to do some stuff. And then we go, hmm, do I want to put it out there to do it? Wow. And, that, and so tense the old, we're scared of our own success because we don't know if we actually want to put out the energy it's going to take to actually move us there. Because it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just land in your lap. It requires us putting one foot in front of the other and moving forward on stuff. And that takes energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure we give out your website because I want folks to know how they can participate and sign up for the First Lives Club as well. Yep. So my, this is my website. It's my name, lindaedgecomb.com. And as my dad would say, I have more, <laughs> he called it something, but more stuff on there than you could ever. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so lindaedgecomb.com, and Edgecomb is spelled with an E on the end. Um, and my first lives club, uh, dot com is for the, uh, for the program. I'm just, I'm, I'm starting next week. I did a, I did a class last week as a teleseminar class. Right. And, um, and my crazy new sassy book, uh, called Shift or Get Off the Pot is, uh, Probably going to be out in about the next six weeks. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, Good. life is crazy, right? Yeah, and when you, when that book comes out, I want to get you back on the air so we can really talk about that and get into it a little bit. Sure. So that folks understand that, you know, it's uh, not a, a pipe dream. You could really oh. have the life that you want. Do you, I don't know how much time do we have. 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Then I'll have to tell you next time. Okay, yep. a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Edgecombe, thank you so much for joining the I show today. I appreciate the opportunity. All right, and boy, we could have gone on with this. And you know what? We will. Thanks for joining us today. Take care. All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Russell Shippey in the house. You know what? Yeah, we could be the best that we could be. You just heard Linda talk about it. Stay tuned. We'll be talking about that as well. We'll be right back. Find out how you can change the world with the coffee you drink. Nectar of Life Coffee Company is a kosher, fair trade, and organic certified coffee roaster. They purchase shade-grown organic fair trade coffees from the farmers at a fair price. By choosing to only roast organic fair trade coffee, they're helping the farmers and their consumers live healthier, complete lives. To purchase coffee or to learn more, visit NectarOfLife.com or call 509 979 5245. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 
or visit passionatepinky.com. Does your soul need a makeover? Join best-selling author, spiritual leader, and yoga icon Baron Baptiste on a vitality-packed seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera, April 5th through 12th, 2008, where you'll radically change your body and awaken the sacred within your soul. Attendance is limited, so hurry and reserve your tickets today to the transforming Body and Soul Cruise with Baron Baptiste. Visit ICanDoItAtSea.com for details. Is your cell phone harming your health? A growing body of evidence has shown that electropollution can have a devastating effect on our health and wellness and also may increase our risk for disease and illness. The good news is that there is a solution. Scientifically validated and patented technologies that neutralize the harmful effects are the answer. Call 503-781-5604 or visit http colon slash slash thrive dot emf 411.com. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And I'm being joined by uh, the author of Our Journey is Our Work and uh, actually the creator of Be the Best You Can Be dot net, Russell Shippey. He's joining me today and we're talking about being the best you could be, being the best you can be and how that relates to creating uh, my obituary, which is a very interesting conversation to have. You know, I learned a long time ago. Uh, from uh, actually from Stephen Covey, that you begin with the end in mind. And in one of the things that I love about Russell and his work is that you get to explore what that means to have the end in mind. Russell, thank you so much for joining the show today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, you've written the book and you're talking about being the best you can be. And so as a coach, what is it like for you to explore being the best you could be with the people that you work with? Well, I think the excitement is the empowerment that comes with it. Uh, People feel beaten down. They feel they do not have another path to follow, and they think they have to continue doing what they're doing even if they're not happy. Uh Uh, The key to sit back and, and watch them take back their own power and create the life that they want is very rewarding and fulfilling for them and also for the people that help them. Well, you've also written a number of different articles. There are things that you've posted on the website, be the best you can be dot net. And one of the things that you talk about is can't. And I was struck by that. Uh, and I just want to just read a little bit for, for, uh, for, from this. And if you go to the website, be the best you can be dot net, you'll see a number of different articles, but can't is the one that got my attention. It's I can't do it. I can't because I'm afraid I might fail. I am afraid I will lose the respect of my friends. I'm not good enough. I'm too fat. I don't know how to do it. I do not have the skill. I am not fast enough. And you go on and on and on. Um, and then you talk about the many reasons why we can't. But all of that, how does that factor in to how we create our our obituary? Well, we take all of these can'ts and we get forced into a single-minded life. Uh, 
And what we try to do is to have people stop and take a breath and have them write their obituary today. Mm-hmm. And the greatest majority of the people in sitting down to write it end up very dis- disappointed in what their obituary is and almost embarrassed as to what was not done and what was not accomplished. And it's that frustration, that hurt at looking at the obituary, because we all know that there will be one. There will be one that is written for us, and it will say what we have or have not accomplished while we're here on Earth. So this empowers the people to sit down and say, what do you want your obituary to be? What would you be proud to have said about you at the end? And it's a very insightful experience for people. And as they sit there and really focus on it, uh, it helps to bring to the forefront what they, in fact, would like to do, uh, what their hidden dreams are. And we're avoiding all of the camps when we're sitting there writing that. And then we take that and we use that as a blueprint to move forward and to get by all of the camps. We're going to bury the camps and we're going to live the life we came here to live. And that's really what we're talking about. I mean, when we say we're going to bury the cants, we're going to bury them and replace them with the desires. Is that is that the key to really moving beyond and stepping into an obituary that we don't have any regrets about? But we have to know that we can do it. We have to know that if we have the intention, if we have the focus, uh if we take one step at a time, we can accomplish almost anything we want to in life. You know, when you sat down to write the book, and I want to talk about that a little bit, our journey is our work, creating my obituary. Uh, what was your sense of the message that you projected in this book? And more importantly, what in your life led you to write that? Well, I was an insurance agent for 30 years. And I was perhaps a typical person, wife, children, uh, increasing income, buying more of this and buying more of that. The problem was I was working hours that were killing me. Uh, I had become very sick, and rather than recover, I just fought my way through it. But I realized there was a, a dissatisfaction. And one night I had the most vivid of dreams, and the minister was up in the pulpit in our local church, and he was looking down on my casket, and he said he was a great insurance agent. And I remember being in that casket looking up at him and saying, I don't want my obituary to be he was a great insurance agent. Mm. That there's so much more to life There's so much more to give, uh, and there's so much more satisfaction I could get by doing other things. Uh, I made the decision then and there that I was going to get out of a fourth-generation, 100-year-old family business that I was the moral caretaker to hand on to the next generation, because if I didn't leave, it was going to kill me. 
and I was going to create an obituary that I was going to be proud of. And, you know, that is incredible that you had that realization, Russell. And by having that realization, you actually had to do something. I mean, it's hard for, for I think, many of us to even imagine that from that dream, from that moment, you were able to take action and, and really walk away. As you reflect back on the action that you took, what was it about that action that you needed to communicate to the countless peoples that you work with? Well... Perhaps it's as simple as you can do it. Uh, it didn't happen the next day. I sat down, uh, made my notes, did my journaling, and knew where I had to go. And I knew the future was bigger, better, and brighter. Uh, but in getting to that brighter spot, I had to rid myself of what was not working what was not satisfactory. So I laid out very specific steps of methodically packaging my business to sell it, talking to the family as to what I was going to do, and then starting to implement those steps. Interestingly, uh, socially, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Financially, why would you ever give up a good income? Uh, because you need that income to buy more stuff and to keep up with the Joneses. So I knew I was going to change. I knew I was going to help people. Uh, but I didn't have the specifics. And I knew I needed to get through finishing that which was dragging me down because I knew the gist of where I was going. I had no idea how much money it would or would not earn, but that wasn't the point. The point was to take the steps that I needed to do for me internally, not what other people thought I should do, not what was expected of me, not what the extended family might think was my obligation to carry on a business to the fifth generation. You know, uh, part of this, as we look at this, is really helping people, inspire people to come out and look at the work that you're doing, Russell, and look at Be the Best, Be the Best You Can Be. When you created Be the Best You Could Be, you know, what was it about helping people be the best they could be inspired you to take people's lives to the next level, and more importantly, what is it today that you look at in the work that you do, in the books that you write, in the articles that you write, that you envision for people right now? Well, you have to, as, as you yourself say, take one person at a time. But my life perhaps can be an example to other people that you can, in fact... Stop. You can, in fact, change. Uh, you need somebody to assist you uh, because you need to know that you are better than you think you are. Uh, people spend so much time judging themselves and worrying about what other people will think or worrying about failure that they need to sit down and not worry about that as much as take the steps to do 
what they feel is important for them to do. Mm-hmm. So in, in my doing it, um, I felt part of my mission and my purpose was to be a role model uh, to help people be the best that you can be. Wow. Well, we're going to take a short break, Russell. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the journey. But more importantly, we're going to be talking about what Russell Shippey has learned about abundance worth having. Stay tuned, everyone. Russell Shippey in the house. Check it out. Be the best you can be. Dot net is the website. And the book we're talking about is our journey is our work creating my obituary. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Talk radio to thrive by. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems, such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit DetoxAmerica.com. Find out how to avoid being the next victim of cancer, heart disease, obesity, or diabetes. In his webinar series, The Cure, Save Your Body, Heal Your Life, Dr. Timothy Brantley, the number one best-selling author of The Cure, will share an overview of disease in America, how our eating patterns are destroying our bodies, miracles of natural healing, and his proven guidelines for health, detoxification, and regeneration. Sign up for the webinar series by visiting BrantleyCure.com. Can't seem to attract your dreams? Maybe you attract your dreams, but you can't hold on to them. Maybe you're attracting the wrong people into your life. Join Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor every Monday at 11 a.m. as she reveals the tools and skills needed to live your wildest dreams. If you're serious about making changes in your life, then tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific for Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor. Live your wildest dreams right here on The Dr. Pat Show. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. Okay, everyone, listen up. You can do it. You can quit smoking in as little as 30 days with Zero Smoke. That's right, a new product to help you quit smoking now. And here's the deal. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on gum, patches, or pills. Zero Smoke helps you quit naturally using biomagnets. It works by placing these neat little magnets on either side of your ear. Then science takes over. It's just like acupressure. The urge to smoke goes away. This product has sold like crazy in Europe and has just been introduced in the United States. In fact, Sal the Stockbroker is using the product to quit. It's a disgusting habit, and you need to quit today. Now, everybody, go to their website, zerosmoke.org, or call them at 800-577-9933 and take advantage of their risk-free offer. That's right. Just pay shipping, and they will send you this revolutionary product absolutely free. What do you have to lose? It's the summer. You want to feel good, and you want to quit that nasty habit. That's 800-577-9933. Or go to the web at zerosmoke.org. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with Russell Shippey, and he has created an opportunity for all of us to be the best we could be. I'm also uh, talking with him about his book, Our Journey is Our Work. You're going to be hearing a lot more from Russell. And I would invite you to check out uh, information on his website, Be the Best You Can Be, especially the weekly columns, uh, and take a look at that also that you'll be able to get a copy of his book and if you get a copy of the book i think that let's see get both the, the you get a copy of the book and there's a workbook russell as well is that correct that's correct living my life on purpose Absolutely. And so what I want to be able to do with everyone is to introduce you to Russell. We'll be talking with him a bit more. Uh, one of the things I was struck by in the book, Russell, was uh, the chapter that's called Abundance Worth Having. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about this because you outline uh, different forms of abundance. And I want to go over that with you as well as our listeners, because I think, you know, we we limit ourselves to what abundance means and uh, uh, and, and most of the times here recently, I think we're leaving the money thing out. I think people have gotten ashamed to want money. You're correct. I mean, abundance is many things. Abundance is also money. Uh, money is the medium of exchange. Uh, there's nothing wrong with money. We need it to live on. We need it to take care of ourselves, our loved ones. We needed to help the community. Uh, the problem is that abundance is so much more than money, and people become singly focused on abundance is money, and they miss so much of life. I know I wrote my goals from the time I was 20, and the first goal was always money. How much money was I going to earn? And I was focusing on myself and money rather than focusing on the abundance of life, of which one thing is, in fact, money. And uh, an example that I have just lived, uh, I'm a firm believer that abundance is, in fact, giving back and helping the community. And so often we have an opportunity to help and we say we're too busy, we don't have time, we have other priorities. Well, I was asked to run a, a campaign for the local hospital, a capital campaign, and my initial reaction was, boy, that's going to take a lot of time, and I'm trying to finish my book, and I'm trying to do other things. And the other part of me said, what a great opportunity, and what a great honor to be able to help the hospital build, in effect, a bed tower and help all the people that end up being in the hospital. Well, I will tell you there has been such wonderful abundance, and I have received so far much more than money could provide in spending two years working on that campaign. I've met some wonderful people. I've had great relationships. Uh, I've learned so much from the other people that when I look back now that the campaign's over and, and reflect on it, I received far more in benefits than I ever gave in my own time. So that it was huge abundance and it was a huge reward. But the interesting balance in life is the reward came not from 
looking for it, not for looking for money. The reward came by giving back. And the, the balance in life is the more you give, the more you get. So that's perhaps my favorite mm-hmm. example uh, of abundance. Yeah, you know, sometimes we really hold on to stuff because we think, oh, I'm never going to get any more of it. And boy, that is a formula for disaster, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When when your closet's full, there are no more clothes coming. When you take and get rid of the old clothes, the clothes that you don't wear anymore, uh, the clothes that don't fit, uh, the clothes that are out of style, there are many people uh, that don't have clothes that can take advantage of those clothes and would appreciate them. And when you make room in your closet, be it your clothes closet or your mental closet, there's an opportunity for good things to come. If your mind is full of the abundance of weeds and negative thoughts and hostility, there's no room to grow positive thoughts and good thoughts. Get rid of the weeds and cultivate your mind so that you can have those positive thoughts and you you can move yourself forward. And when we look at abundance and we look at obituary, uh, there's a joke that uh, when someone passes away, they never say, I wish I had spent more time at the office. Well, part of abundance really is joy and freedom. Uh, It's the ability to have time uh, to enjoy other people, to spend time with people, uh, to enjoy the beauty uh, of the world within which we live. We're we're here for a reason, and we, we should enjoy it while we're here and communicate with other people. And that sort of ties into abundance is stuff. And I'm always amazed by these very wealthy people that have uh, houses down in the Caribbean and big ski houses. And I was out skiing in Snowmass, and the guide was saying, well, that house has been owned for three years, and the owner has yet to show up. But it was a $10 million house. Wow. Uh, They had somebody taking care of it. Well, that's just stuff that that person apparently accumulated uh, because they think abundance is stuff and that's the right thing for them to do. But for them, there's no joy and there's no freedom if they're owning something that's just draining energy and money, but there is no satisfaction, there's no ability to go out there with the family uh, and sit and enjoy it. So that abundance of stuff actually uh, becomes a cross to bear because it prevents you from doing other things. I think part of the greatest abundance is really family, close friends, uh, employees, and clients. I know there was one insurance agent who was so busy, and, and I was guilty also, so busy running around selling insurance that he never took the time to know and enjoy his clients. Well, it, it took me a while to wake up and see what was going on, uh, 
And I finally said, I have all these wonderful people I'm working with, but I'm not spending the time to cultivate a relationship. So as I was starting to leave the business and had my, what I will call, an awakening, uh, I stopped and I spent the time to have lunch with these people and to build relationships with them. And my life became more fulfilling in doing so, and so did these people. And many of them ended up coaching with me because they were going through some of the very same things that I was going through, and they were looking for more meaning in their life, and they were just working as robots trying to run businesses that they felt was expected of them. So we're all going through it. We all just present it in different ways, and some of us are never willing to admit it. Well, you know, that's part of where we are with the conversation. And this is what it's all about, to take it to the next level. Uh, Russell Shippey, my guest today, I want to mention to everyone, check out the website. You're going to be hearing more from us about being the best you could be, what it means to write your obituary, and more importantly, how we can help you do that. And do it in a way that excites you, that is fun for you, and that has no limitation. Russell, thank you so much for joining the show today. What's your personal message in, uh, that you'd like to leave our listeners with? You are the best, and you can be the best that you can be. I love that. I love that. That is crystal clear, everyone. Let let me thank you all for tuning in today. Russell Shippey was my guest uh, uh, right now, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Dr. Pat Show, www.drpatshow.com, drpatshow.com, for lots of information. And if you missed any part of this, you'll be able to hear the archives. Benny, again, thank you for a great show. We'll see you all tomorrow. 